Hey there, top fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry coming to you with another fresh face in the clubhouse. Somebody that hasn't been with us before, but is going to talk about a team that is near and dear to my heart. We will definitely get into that. Danielle, welcome in the Top Fan Rivalry clubhouse. It's good to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm excited. I what Danielle and I met through a, a social media platform um, and found out that she was a baseball fan and found out you know, that, that she loves a specific team. By the way, who's your favorite team, Danielle? The Los Angeles Dodgers. Is there any other team? Top fan? No. Exactly. <laughs> so I found out she was a Dodger fan and I invited her on the podcast and, and believe it or not, um, one of her, her kids actually sung a national anthem recently at a ballpark, not to identify where she's at. So I won't tell you which ballpark, but she sung a, a national anthem and, from all intents and purposes, mom was a proud mama that day, right? Very, very proud mom. Very proud mom. I couldn't move, uh, but she she nailed it. Knocked it out of the park, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't move. I was nervous for her. She just had a good time. So that was awesome. That was awesome. Well, she it's did. good having you on. So you mentioned you're a Dodger fan. Let's get into how that started. So does that go back to family? Does that just, you know, I know your husband's a a uh, not a Dodger fan. And so does that go to just picking on him or where does that start? Actually, um, so I'm going to give my age here a little bit. I was born in 1972. Okay. So by 1977, there is already that rivalry between the Dodgers and the New York Yankees. Yeah. So my dad was a diehard Dodger fan. Now he, he started with the Brooklyn Dodgers, of course, um, but now I grow up and my dad loves the Dodgers and I would sit with him at night, watch, of course, the Dodgers and the Yankees on TV. And I have to tell you, I grew up hating the Yankees and I'm very sorry, but I did. Um, I cried, you know, I cried when they lost and, um, I actually grew up, uh, about an hour and a half to two hours Northeast of Philadelphia. So everyone around me was a Philadelphia Eagles fan. However, whenever the Dodgers would come in town, my dad and I would go uh, to Veteran Stadium. It was Veteran Stadium at the time. And uh, we'd see the Dodgers whenever they were in town. And I got to see some, some extraordinary Dodgers. I mean, Fernando. And um, just it's just a huge part of my childhood. So then, of course, when they won it in 1981, I was a happy little girl. They performed on solid gold. I don't know if you remember that, but they performed uh, We Are the Champions. And uh, I actually would run around the house imitating that performance. Uh, (laughs) And, um, you know, my dad and I would sometimes listen on the radio. um, And well, we'd actually get the Phillies games. But of course, you know, we we, any any kind of baseball games I could get, I would listen. But diehard Dodger fan since I was about five, thanks to my dad. And um, coincidentally, I also, um, on the way to the uh, Phillies games, Tommy Lasorda's brother had a restaurant right outside of Philadelphia in a town called Norristown. And we would stop there to eat. And I actually got to meet Bill Russell once and got my picture taken with him. And that, that was a real big deal. So. Yes. I, like I said, I'm old. I listen, I'm, I'm about your same age. Right. And and I became a Dodger fan the same way. And not only did we learn to hate the Yankees, but we learned to hate a very good hitter in Reggie Jackson. Yes, right? we did. Mr. October. 
man, that guy, that guy could do nothing wrong against the Dodgers. Yes. Including sticking his butt out when Steve Garvey's throwing the ball to second base and saying, oh, that wasn't me. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Nowadays with reviews, Reggie Jackson would have been called out, but it's, I love it. And you know what I love about baseball is exactly what you're talking about. It's a family affair, right? And so it's more than just watching the game. It's things, memories that you have with your dad. It's memories that you have watching certain players like the infield, Garvey Lopes, Russell say, right? My, my, my childhood infield, or yeah, I mean, my, my childhood infield. And uh, I actually met Steve Garvey in Atlanta um, when I was, uh, again, around that same age. And he kissed me on this cheek. And I'd like to say that I never, you know, washed this cheek again, but I did. Um, but that was a memory I'll never forget as well. And um, I actually have a more recent memory with my dad, but I'll wait until you get to that. Uh, it has to do with the 1988 World Series. Perfect. Um, and that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good story too. Perfect. By the way, um, if you're ever in town, if you're ever in LA area, Steve Garvey has started doing charity bowling tournaments. Um, and he usually does them the weekend of, or the, the weekend prior to the all-star game. So he just did one this last week. It was in my hometown that I grew up in. Um, and I was, I was actually asked if I wanted to go. And then I saw the ticket price for it. And I thought, well, it's for charity, but then I ended up having a conflict and that just drove me nuts. Cause he's, he's my all-time favorite player. Right. Okay. And so that would have been fun, but my buddy went to it and I'm still waiting to see how that turned out and, you know, how many people turned out. Cause I think the price tag on it per bowler was four ninety five. Wow. So I'm like, it's a good thing that's going to charity because $500 yeah. to bowl one game that, you know, but that, to meet what, Steve Garvey. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Priceless. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's go to favorite players. Who's your favorite current player? And then it doesn't have to be a Dodger or can be, but who's your all-time favorite player or players? Okay. My, my current favorite is JT, uh, Justin Turner. Um, and, and I'll, I mean, he, he's a hustler. I, I love the way he plays the game. Um, it just grit grind. And I love that about him. And, and he does it all without being um, like a showboat you know, yeah. which, which I love. Um, now he ties into my all-time favorite player, number 10, ah. Ron Say. Uh, ah. Ron Say, the Penguin, my all-time favorite player. Uh, I played softball as a kid. I was number 10. I, uh, I tried to move like he did. I tried to do what, what he did. I'm, I'm actually short too. And um, so people started calling me the Penguin and I wasn't even offended. I was like, you kidding me? He's my hero. So um, so yeah, two third basements, past and, and present, and number 10. Past and present. I got a great story I'm going to tell you offline about Ron Say, about oh, meeting great. Ron Say. Okay, he, awesome. Uh, fantastic. I'll, I'll tell you this right now, fantastic guy. He like, seems it. Very humble, very fantastic guy. And you would never, I asked him a very direct question. His answer to me um, was surprised. You would have thought that it would have been more like, MLB, like pro MLB. No, he called it like it was. It was awesome. I'll tell you about Love it, it. offline. Okay. Sorry, Pop Beds. You guys are going to have to be on the podcast to, yeah. <laughs> to hear this story. This is just a Danielle and I story. Love so it. awesome. Okay. So before we talk about ballparks, you mentioned 1988. Tell me about 1988. Because okay, I um, honestly, I can remember where it was when Kirk Gibson hit that home run. 
so can I, and that, that ties into this story. And uh, it's a little bit of a personal story, but um, I've shared it before, never, never on a podcast, but my dad is actually a recovering alcoholic slash addict. Mm. And um, in 1988, actually October 9th, 1988, he checked himself into a rehab. Um, He was away for about 30 days. And during this time, Dodgers are in the playoffs, 1988. I never knew a time where I wasn't watching the Dodgers with my dad, especially World Series games. And the rules of the rehab at the time were he wasn't allowed to make phone calls. He couldn't have visitors for the first couple of weeks, wasn't allowed to make phone calls. So, um, I mean, everybody knows the story. We're the underdogs. Um, no way we're going to win. And I'm sitting, you know, on my couch in, in my, in my home in Northeast Pennsylvania, watching the Dodgers, you know, about to lose Kirk Gibson isn't in the game. I'm, I'm sad. I'm thinking about my dad. And then of course, you know, history in the making Gibson comes up. I mean, it's best at bat I've ever seen. And Right around that time, as, as Gibson's running the bases, pumping the arm, right, doing that, 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 that pump of the arm, the phone rings. And my mom actually says to me, you know, who's calling at that hour? Uh, and, uh, and I'm thinking it's one of my friends from high school at the time. And I pick up the phone and it's my dad. And he's yelling, Danny. He calls me Danny for short. Danny, we're going to win this whole blanking thing. We're going to win this whole blanking thing. I'm surrounded by Yankee fans. I told them that it was going out we're going to win this whole thing. Love you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I'm crying, you know, he's crying. I'm, I'm so proud of him. And, uh, you know, we go on to win the world series. I end up going to get my dad. They do a coin ceremony. It's a big deal. He's clean and sober to this day, by the way, he just turned 70 last October. And, um, it, it, that, that home run and that world series has such a meaning to me. Like you said, it's more about the game. Um, but it, it, I will never forget that. And to this day, I watch that game and I, I tear up. I, I, yeah. I really do. Um, bring a funny, another funny story then to go along with that. I've never been to Dodger stadium until 2015. I brought okay. my kids to a game and after the game, they got to run the bases and I couldn't run the bases with them. Right. So I'm of course yelling from like the, the, the area where the parents can stand and I'm yelling, pump the arm, pump the arm. And uh, I videoed it for my dad and said, hey, look, you know, history in the making here. So cool I, little Dodger memory. Awesome. I love those Sundays where the kids are on the bases. And it's frustrating to me. I've been on the field a couple of times because they do fireworks shows at Dodger yeah. Stadium. And you can go and sit in the outfield. They don't let you on the dirt like they they portion off the right. dirt. But I get frustrated every time they have those kids run bases. I'm like, why can't I was a kid at one point. Why can't I run the bases? Yeah, okay? let the adults run the bases. I Dodgers, mean, come on. If you're listening you know, to we'll, this. We'll sign waivers if we exactly. fall. I mean, who cares? The, come on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, it's, it's funny that you all, I will match you to give you another memory of that 88 home run. Years right. ago, I was working for a company and um, the company that I was working for we had a, this technology guy that could make ringtones. It was back, it was back in the early, well, I, early 2010s ish or so when ringtones okay. were a big deal, right? And so the CEO uh, said, "Hey, you guys can make your ringtone anything you want, 
just make sure that it's appropriate. Uh, you know, that way we know in the office when somebody's phone's ringing, you know, hey, it's this person or it's that person or whatever, right? So I go over to our technology guy and I said, I want you to find this clip where Vin Scully says, in a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. He found it. And that was my ringtone. And the CEO is like, I said appropriate. And I'm like, what's more appropriate than this? What's more American than this? Absolutely. And he, for months, he tried to get me to change it. So I leave the company, I don't know, eight months later, and they can't figure out how to change the ringtone. And so to this day, when that... When that line rings, it's still been <laughs> That is awesome. That is awesome. I love it. I love it. It's, I'm like, whoops. Sorry, guys. Hey, why not? All right. Awesome. So, Danielle, we've got we've got your Dodger fan. you got some great memories. I love these memories. These are great. Um, now let's talk ballparks. Where have you been? Okay. Obviously, Veteran Stadium. I've been to uh, the new Citizens Bank in, in Philadelphia. Um, Atlanta, old Atlanta. I've been to Dodger stadium twice. I was just recently there for my 50th birthday and my sister put a big happy birthday, Danielle on the large screen. That, that was pretty cool. Dodgers lost by the way. Um, let me see. I've been to Miami. I've been to Tampa. Uh, I've been to New York, uh, Yankees. I've been to the Mets. John a blank. I think that might be it. Not a lot. Okay. Well, no, Not a you, lot. you fit a couple. I got to tell you, I was at the drop the year that um, uh, Mariano Rivera retired. And I got to tell you, that is the most unique stadium I've ever been in. <laughs> Sorry, it's, but it's, 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 it's weird. It is very odd. And uh, every time we drive to it, my kids are like, is that it? Oh, yeah. I forgot about what this looked like. <laughs> it's we're not used when you grow up. You know, in the Northeast, you're not used to covered stadiums, right. covered ball fields. It, it was very odd. Uh, I also forgot Pittsburgh, by the way. And I Pittsburgh. must say that was a very nice place to, to see a game. Um, PNC, yeah. The, yeah. the Pittsburgh fans were actually great. And, uh, yeah, liked it liked it there very much. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that, that's a ballpark that's on my bucket list, which leads me to my next question. So you and your husband have a month off sky's the limit don't have to worry you want to take the kids wherever you can take them you can take them to five ballparks money's not an issue where are you going to go five ballparks you haven't been to oh i haven't been to uh well i have to put st louis on top of there and only if they're playing the dodgers of course because my husband is a cardinals fan um <laughs> you have and, to put it on there because you don't want to get divorced got it yeah i've i've never been and uh i hear it's a great place to see a ball yeah. game so um would definitely love, 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 love to go there. Um, this is going to sound weird, but I'd love to go to Seattle. I've, I've never been. And um, I, I think that would be pretty, pretty cool. Um, I'd, I haven't been to Atlanta's new field, so I'd love to, to go there. I, I really want to say Dodger Stadium for number four and number five, but I've been there, but I've only been there twice. So I think I should be able to say, Dodger I think Stadium. I should be able to say Dodger Stadium again. And um, Perfect. <laughs> perfect you know. say it it's okay um yeah yeah i guess that's really it <laughs> so so a couple of them you might want to add um fenway park is amazing um, you gotta you know get up to Boston. i am very sorry i actually forgot that i have been to fenway park okay there you go i am very sorry i have been there when i was very very young because my mom is a red Sox fan 
And I'm talking, I was probably, you know, four years old. Okay. So, but I would love to get back. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great ballpark. Um, Wrigley is unique. I mean, Wrigley's old and they're trying to update it, but it's old, but it's, it's a unique ballpark. Um, Anaheim Stadium, actually, it's something that you need to experience because it's very much like Miami, where it's a tourist attraction. Got it's it. not really a ballpark. It's a tourist okay. attraction, right? Okay. Um, okay. At Anaheim, so the, the my office is on the same street as Anaheim Stadium. So I could literally leave my car parked at my office and walk 1.2 miles to the stadium. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but, but what's funny about when you go to Anaheim, it's not buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. It's like, do I want Panda Express? Do I want this roast beef dip? Like, it's not your typical, sure, you can get the ballpark food, yeah. but it's not your typical, play. it's an attraction. It's a Disney attraction. Got it. Um, it sounds a lot like like Miami as well, what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And if you can, uh, Seattle's a great spot, but if you can make it up, if you thought the trop was bad, you got to get up to the Oakland Coliseum. That is by far the worst ballpark I've ever been to. I, I actually was just next to it back in May uh, for a Pearl Jam concert. And there was a there was an A's game going on. I, I was actually at the Coliseum for the Pearl Jam concert. Okay. The A's game was going on right next to it, and uh, the stands were empty. Yeah, yeah. Very it, very uh, sad. I went there years ago when the A's were playing the Yankees. I was in town for business, and the A's were playing the Yankees, and there were more Yankee fans there than there were A's fans there. And at best, I mean, they said, "Oh, we had twenty five thousand people." At best, there was maybe eight thousand people there. I mean, it was, it was empty. It's a great place for a football stadium, not a baseball stadium. It's like, it's foul territory is insane. So, so yeah, that's, that's crazy. Okay. As we wrap this up. Okay. We've got ballparks. We've got your favorite players. We've got, uh, we've got your favorite team. You've got some memories. We are now officially on Thursday. So by the time top fans, you hear this, it'll be Friday morning. So we are officially now in the second half of the season. What are you looking for from our mighty Dodgers? Uh, I'm looking for them to stop leaving so many runners on base. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, truth. Truth. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's try to get those bats hot. Let's continue to do what we've been doing that, that caused us to win those games. Let's get our pitching squared away. Uh, um, I don't know. There's talk that we're looking at maybe Soto. We'll see about that. I, you know, I, I tend to steer away from those, you know, signing those big names. I like to, to stay with the formula that works, but I'm not a manager. I'm just yeah. a fan. <laughs> um, but I'm looking to bring it home and I'm looking for us to, uh, to be there again. And, you know, world series. That's, that's what yeah. I'm looking for. World series. Amen. You, Danielle, you, you cannot know how many times I get text messages or IMs. What do I think about Juan Soto, especially last night after he won the Derby, right? Of course. And Juan Soto is a rental. If he's willing to come here on a trade, first of all, we can't give away too much, but he's willing to come here on a trade. He's got to be willing to sign a five-year deal, not a 15-year deal for 20 million a year. I'm not going to pay him because I want Trey Turner. I want Trey Turner more than I want Juan Soto. I want 
be able to get Walker Buehler back. I want to be able to sign Julio Rios. I want to be able to sign Dustin May. I don't, I don't need a 400 million. I've already got one of those contracts. I got that in, in Mookie and I got that in Freddie. I don't like, sorry, but I'd rather have the guys that I listed than Juan Soto. I agree with you. 100%. 100%. I agree. So yeah, absolutely. Well, Danielle, you've been a great guest. Can we have you back in the clubhouse sometime? I would again? love to come back and may, maybe I'll get my husband, the Cardinals fan to come hey, too. <laughs> that would be, we'll do a Dodger Cardinals special husband and wife. We'll have divorce attorneys on each side of the of you. So make sure that we keep it safe. Right. But It'll be no. gold. That'll be yeah. gold. gold. <laughs> well, Danielle, thanks for joining us. Top fans. This drops on Friday. Uh, we'll tag her. Make sure you follow her. She's a great baseball fan. As, as you can tell a great mother, um, I've had a chance to talk to her offline a little bit and fantastic individual, fantastic mother. So just follow her and, and let us know if we missed anything. So, but Danielle, thanks for coming in and we'll look forward to having you soon. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.